Cocktails at the local tavern. Shout out to Eddie's. Maintenance drinking. Do you think we can do to Eddie's what we did to Romans? No. Neither, because Eddie's already has too much of a base. Eddie's has, yeah, Romans was really at the end of its rope. Romans was dead. Yeah. Eddie's is going. Ladies and gentlemen, we, if you've seen, if you're familiar with the show Bar Rescue, we did one of the most amazing transformations on a bar without actually doing any of the work. We did the heavy lifting. We, we did, did the heavy lifting, but none work. of the actual work. No capital. No, we just uh, showed up and fucking sang karaoke. We saved the bar. Literally, it's, it's it, like it sounds ridiculous coming from two people, but that like are are just. It sounds like we're just bragging, but typically I'm not a real like braggadocious kind of guy. I'm not gonna say I'm humble, but I wouldn't. I don't like to talk about myself a lot. But in this case, yeah, I mean that's not why we started a podcast. You get not to talk about ourselves, <laughs> but I just like I just like you to hear my opinions. <laughs> you need to hear them before you can speak. But dude, literally, if your dad is willing to say that we saved the bar, that means we saved the bar because that guy has never He's, given me a yeah. compliment in my life. No, but if he goes, you know what, you guys really saved that bar. It's like, yeah, maybe we did, dude. When we used to show up there, it was literally just the four, the five of us. Five of us. And now Sometimes Russ. And now they got new owners and it's a thriving business. And they couldn't have sold it if they didn't have the, the hype. Dude, no way. Anybody would have went into that place and looked. Like, their books had to have been so horrible. Yeah. There's no way they were turning a profit ever. They were definitely overpouring, so they were losing money on books. Oh, dude. They, wait, they pour booze directly in our mouth. They're yeah. not charges. So they were definitely overpouring. But, yeah, dude. Now... So, yeah, we like to drink a little bit. We're responsible for their two biggest business nights. That is act- that, which is a scientific fact. The, the, the night we left and the night we came back, baby! Baby! Fucking did ten killer minutes of comedy there. Austin did two hours of killer tunes. Yep. What was it, three? It was good. Because then after that, it's like, we got to do karaoke. Yeah. Yeah, after Austin after gets done singing, we got to get the boys up yeah, there. Yeah, the boys up there. That's where the boys started. Uh, yep, yeah. The boys was... started at Roman. Tim started at calling us. the term, the boys. Tim started calling us the boys. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, the boys are the here. The boys are in town. Oh, that's, that's. And then we came back to town. That's interesting that Tim gave us that fucking nickname. Yeah. But, uh. So. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're uh we're on the mend a little bit today. Look, Russ. So Russ, you guys know Russ. Yeah. Russ. Russ is going to cooking school, as you all know already, because you're average listeners. Um, so Russ is going to cooking school. He took a job cooking on the weekends. On the days that he has off, he took the a days job. that he's not going to school. He took a job cooking at a pretty nice, like, fancy hotel. Yeah, that's a good spot. Um, but anyways. So Russ has to go to work at two o'clock on the weekends and Fridays. So me and Austin literally never see Russ. Russ finally 
gets a night off. And so we fucking took it as a challenge upon ourselves. Yeah. Austin had a concert at Hotel Valley Ho. Yeah. Uh, at Zuzu at Hotel Valley Ho. Uh, here in Phoenix. And then, uh, after that, me and, me and Russ went and watched and we're having some drinks. Austin was having some cocktails during the show. And then afterwards we were like, you want to go to Eddie's? Well, like, you were tired. I was exhausted. You, were, you got up at like five. Yeah, as soon as we got in the car, I was just like done. Mm. And then we got to Eddie's, and I was like, I wasn't trying to go home, but I was like, I don't necessarily want to be here. But then you had a thousand mile stare. Yeah, but then I took a shot of Fireball, got a Red Bull and a Jaeger, and fucking perked right up. Yep. Started yelling at some people from Boston about how my Boston accent was better than theirs. We were out front, and you were screaming back and forth with those two people about who's more Boston, who's from the South. Yeah. And I got intense, and then that black guy was actually from Boston, but he didn't have a Boston accent. He literally said he did. Yeah. He, there was a guy from North Carolina, and he told me he's <laughs> from the South. I told him he couldn't be from the South because his state had North in the title. Literally had North in the title. <laughs> He got upset. Yeah, he was. He wasn't having that. He like walked inside, came back out, like talked to me a little bit later, and I was just like, "Dude, you're not gonna win this argument because I don't give a shit if yeah. I'm wrong." Why like, do you care? <laughs> so uh, that was fun, but yeah, we got fucking hammered. Left the bar at two, one. Yeah, probably one thirty. One thirty-two ish. Came back here, which I dude, I'm shocked that I made it that far. Yeah, because I was. Dead in the water for a while. But then we came back here, and that's when the drinking really started. It's for real. Came back here. (laughs) Came back here, had some cocktails, had some Bud Light seltzers. Mm -hmm. Had some shrooms again. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, it's been been a minute. Let's let's experiment with these bad boys again. Everybody's got the day off. We might as well. Yeah, so we did mushrooms at like 2 in the morning. Just fucking tripped our balls off. Yep. Laid in the fucking music room on the floor for a while. As we do sometimes. Sang tunes. Did some dancing. Uh, hit the Eagles, Take It Easy at the perfect time. The vibe was going okay, but then Kevin put on Take It Easy by the Eagles. We all sang along. On and it vinyl. Was, Ooh. It, it was, was a beautiful, beautiful moment. Dirty money right there, baby. It was sweet. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. So we were up till about six. Yeah. And, and then, then daylight savings time kicked in. Obviously, Arizona doesn't have daylight savings time. But my phone, for whatever reason, updated like it did. Started mine. So it woke me. So I woke up thinking it was an hour ahead of when it actually was, which means I slept for an hour less than I thought I did. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But then today, we just been fucking making shit happen. Watched some movies. We got some cocktails. Yep. We watched Super Troopers and Beer Fest. <laughs> and beer Fest. And then went and got some cocktails. We worked up a powerful thirst. Yeah. So we went and got some cocktails at the old lady's tavern. Made a fucking tool. That guy would not shut up. But he wouldn't let you talk. He, he would not let you talk. Didn't like, I would try to say things to like bolster the conversation, like have it be a little bit back and yep. forth. He wouldn't acknowledge it, and he would just keep talking. Yep. He d- yeah, like you said, he did not want to have a conversation. He wanted you to hear him talk. Yeah. It's like, all right, dude, you're... Just wanted to play pool. And he's not... He wasn't having an interesting conversation either. He was no. just talking at you about his... Fucking shit that he has. It sucked. <sighs> really Good ruined call. the buzz I was trying to get started. I know. Really trying to get this ball rolling. Yeah. But uh, last weekend, we fucking just were sitting on our couch on Saturday trying to decide whether or not we should go to this the yeah. Endings Fest, uh, which is a music 
Con- I had some frat uh, fraternity brothers in town. Frat boys. Frat boys. And they were going to, they hit us up. And yeah, they were like, like, go to the Innings Festival. It's like, what the fuck is the Innings Festival? And it turned out Whiskey Myers and Jason Isbell were going to be there. So yeah, it's like, on Saturday. So it was like. But well, we were pretty hungover. Obviously. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't have tickets, but we assumed that we could get tickets there, which, which we turned out to be right. Turned out to be right, but. I forgot that that was a purchase that I made last week. Yeah. The purchase that I made this week. My bank account is probably not looking well, good. Well, yeah, we didn't... Uh, yeah. And if we bought them online, we wouldn't have saved them. We would have saved $13, which yeah. is dumb as fuck. So they were $100 online, 135 at the place. But then we talked to our buddy who bought them online. He was like, yeah, once we had to pay the fees and everything, it was $122. Yeah. So we really okay. would only saved $13, which would have been one beer at the place. Yeah. And but naturally, we had like four, four or five. Obviously, but the shows were whiskey Myers kicked ass. Whiskey Myers fucking rocked harder than anyone since Sturgill the first time we yeah. saw it, dude. He just literally in the middle of every song they had a five minute jam session. Five minute jam, great guitar players. Yeah, two drummers, um, a singer who looked like Devin Hudnall. If Devin dude, was cool. literally, if Devin maxed out his cool fact, if you guys want to know what Devin Hudnall looks like, mm-hmm. look up White Michael Vick. Yeah. Literally, it's <laughs> insane how exactly the same they put that look. on our Instagram? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Every once in a while, I'll just randomly will tweet it into the... The problem is I don't have a good picture of Devin when he looked like that. Because now he's yeah. got the long hair. Yeah, that's the so, so it doesn't really work. But I swear to God, dude, White Michael Vick White is Michael Vick Devin like Hudnall. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy. But anyway, what were we talking about? Something fascinating, I'm sure. Well, the whiskey. Oh, Al, yeah. if Devin maxed out his. If Devin coolness, maxed out his coolness level, he'd be the lead singer of Whiskey Myers. Yeah. And if Tyler maxed out his cool levels, he'd be the bass player for Whiskey Myers. Yeah. And. Uh, anyways, that kicked ass. Dude, that and, oh, dude, that show that show was the first one. So that one was at like four. Yeah. It was a little hot, but cool we obviously hot. had some cold ones. But it was nice. Down. Had some cold ones. <coughs> <clears throat> it was on the waterfront, which was pretty dope. The Rio Salado Salad River. Tempe Beach Park. Tempe Beach Park, where Austin recently got a documentary filmed. Yeah. But we'll, you guys can check we'll that out on about, YouTube. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, okay. Um, but then after that, who was after that? After that was uh, fucking um, Portugal the Man. Portugal the Man. That was, they were all right. Yeah, that was whatever. Kind of forgettable, but... yeah. Fun. But also, I wasn't there at all to see them. So no, and I didn't. I don't really know their songs. Like, if I knew their songs, yeah. I probably would have like, oh, this is cool. But then, alive. but then, right after that, like towards the end of that set, we went to the other stage because Jason, Jason Isbell, Isbell was baby. And when Jason Isbell came out, it was like seven. It was completely dark. Yeah, I know. I lost you guys. I yeah. watched the concert by myself. His stage was fucking the light show was cool. Yeah, but yeah. every song he played, dude, he just fucking nailed it. He played pretty much just all straight hits. I mean, he played Go It Alone, which was surprising because that was from like 2011. Yeah. On one of his more sort of forget, I, I wouldn't say forgettable, but like. It, That's a good song though. Like, oh he yeah. Rock that song. Oh, 100. I wish he would have played Speed Trap Town and Traveling Alone, but I get why he did. Speed Trap Town for sure. Um. But I mean, he played. He played. But I also wish he would have played. Alab- like th- he only had an hour. There's gonna be so many songs that oh, I wish he would have. played. But he did get to play something more than free. Yeah, and he, he played. played um, uh, if we were vampires, cover me up. Well, cover me up is worth its own topic. 
Dude. That was the most amazing single song performance I've seen in a long time. Yeah. The entire crowd was super into it. Dude, it that's was just what... him with an acoustic guitar and the slide player just playing tasty lines. Dude, t- oh, dude, the best part about that concert was that all those people were there to see Jason Isbell. Yeah, because everybody knew the lyrics. Yeah, like, I, I mean, obviously, if you were to go to just a Jason Isbell concert, everyone's there to see Jason Isbell, but it wasn't that. It was a festival Yeah. where, like, Dave Matthews Band was playing. Like, they were, like, Weezer. There were, like, some headliners, but literally, there were so many people there just, just to, to see, see Jason, Jason Isbell. Isbell. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. It was one of the best concerts. And like we got there, we got over there like 20 minutes early and there was already people like flooding over there. Like people were there to see him. I showed up because I had to wait, but I showed up about pretty much right as he was getting on stage. I was able to walk up almost right next to the stage on the right side. Like yeah, dude, the we entire were, other side like filled out, and then this one side had a pocket where you could nearly walk to the we stage. We were pretty much right where you were, but on the left. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, it was crazy. It was yeah. But that and then the last song that they did, um, I don't know. I still don't know what it was. Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah, Chad said it was a Fleetwood Mac song. I don't know what it's called. But they fucking shredded. Like I was waiting for them to like really shred. Yeah. Because I like from what I know of Jason Isbell, he doesn't really have a lot of songs where they just shred. Yeah. But like you were telling me that he was a he's a great guitar he's player. a guitar player for another band. Like you were like yeah he, dude, he can shred. Yeah. So I was like waiting. I was waiting for them to just like jam out. And then the last song they played awesome. they played like a ten minute version of it, and they just jammed out hard. Yeah. And they just kept going like harder and faster and harder and faster like the whole time. It was it was a Sturgill vibe, especially on that yeah. last one. Yeah. And. uh so yeah, that kicked ass. And he, he, him and Whiskey Myers both sound the exact same. Yeah, they sounded just as good yeah. live as they do in the studio. Yeah, he, he. That was a, that was a well worth the investment. Yeah, beer lines were shitty, but then I found out that there was just like other beer lines that were way better. <coughs> I could have been yeah. going there the whole goddamn time. We get those. Uh, what were they? Pale ales, Sierra Nevada pale ales. Nine bucks, but you get sixteen ounces, and if you do the math, I think you get an extra. You, you get, get the a, same amount of ounces, ounces for one dollar less. Dollar, yeah, because yeah. the other ones were fourteen dollars for. Twenty-two. Twenty. No, twenty-fours. Twenty-four. Sixteen. No, twenty. Be, because it ended up being like twenty-seven and twenty-seven ounces, or nine, eighteen, twenty-seven. Were they nine dollars? The Sierra Nevadas were. Yeah, so the other ones must have been like twenty. Must have been. Well, they were fourteen each. Yeah. Well, how big were they? Because uh, we were drinking pounders, right? Yeah. God, they went down fast too. They went down real. <laughs> I kept wanting to get two at a time, but. The, then you, you hold on to one, and then it's warm. <coughs> Especially here, yeah, it gets hot, and then it's like, oh, that sucks. So. And then after that, we went to fucking dueling pianos. Yeah. Which... My credit card's still there. Again, didn't need to go there. They're closed, like, most of the week. Yeah. And I was gone in Utah this fucking past week. Yeah. And so my card's just still sitting there. Um, but that was fun. I had to leave. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure we left not long after that. Yeah. Like, it... I mean, it was all right. The piano players weren't great. The piano players were not great. They fucking absolutely they butchered Take It Easy. Butchered the Eagles, man. And it's like, come on, dude. 
It's like you're, you're in Arizona. You should know how to play every song of the Eagles. You know what I don't... Well. You know what drives me fucking crazy? Is that the dude from The Big Lebowski mm-hmm. doesn't like the Eagles. I know. I, I cannot stand that aspect. I don't, I don't understand how somebody could not like the Eagles. The Eagles are... Gold, like they're like, like Americana, like Southwest mm-hmm. gold. It's it's. There's no reason not. There's no reason to not like the. Eagles. There's uh, literally, in my opinion, there's no reason to not like the Eagles or Joe Walsh or Glenn yeah. Fry. They just do. Their their music is is perfect. Timeless. It's yeah, it's perfect for like a drive for a drive, dude. If oh, you're driving drive and you music. set up the Eagles. You can drive for hours. You yeah. can drive for days. Just throw a little more vodka in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you can drive for days. I'd listen to it on the way back, or no, the way to uh, Utah. As you do. As there you, you do. So, yeah, so that the concert was pretty fucking fun. The concert was good. Piano bar was not as good. Not as good. Old Town was pretty fun when we went, when we went out in Old Town. <coughs> to those two bars? Yeah, the one where you could smoke inside. Yeah. That was pretty dope. Because it's like open air or whatever because they have like windows mm-hmm. or garage door area thing. It's just some sort of airflow. Yeah. Arizona's a magical Ooh, place. I taste it. Yeah. Yeah, but mine's pretty hefty. You got a hefty little bit of vodka. Yeah. So, like we said, we're on the mend. Uh, you will notice that this isn't a full episode. Well, it... <laughs> We get, <sighs> We're really <laughs> having some trouble finding times. Yeah, dude, it's tough. Like, Sundays work, but it's not really a good excuse. But we're always dead. <laughs> we're usually pretty not feeling that great on Sundays. Dude, like, a smoke session every Sunday is easy because all we have to do is sit here and talk. But the energy to write, commer- I mean, find sponsors. Yeah, on the paper that we write on for... What we were going to talk about was Sturgill's new album, which has been out since... October. Is it October? It's been out a while. I think it was October. So... They had Jeffrey Epstein, which was Jeffrey a Epstein, while ago. Jeffrey Epstein, that was a while ago. Uh, so... It's coming. It's coming. But it's not quite done, and so we thought we'd put out a smoke sesh, at least as a stand-in. But, uh, again, our schedule has just been... Oh, dude, did I tell you that I entered a competition? I have no idea if I got selected or not yet. I don't even know how they'll notify me. But I entered a contest called Funniest Guy, Funniest Person with a Day Job. All right. And it's at 10 p.m. Prof. Nice. And there's a cash prize for the winner. I don't remember how much it is. But nice. it was just like on Facebook. It was like, apply here. It's why I just fucking did so it. So what is it? Like, do you go and tell a story about being funny at your job? I don't know if it has to be about work at all because they ask, uh, they just, you have to put out, in the application, you have to put out your name, you have to put your um, email and phone number, and then they ask you, like, what your material will be about, and then they ask about your, like, like how would you describe your act? Mm-hmm. And then, so it didn't, ask, well, it, it did, it did, I guess, it did technically ask me uh, what my day job was. So, what'd you put? Solar panel installer? I put solar installer. Solar installation. Yeah. So, but what do you find out? I, I don't know. Okay. 
Uh, I got a I got an email back immediately, like a confirmation email that they got my application. But nice. I haven't heard from them since. I haven't I haven't even looked at it on Facebook since. Like I was literally just what like. Is it? I don't remember. Did I already ask that? Uh, I don't know, but it's certainly possible. But um, I literally was looking for open mic to go to one night. I think it was Tuesday, and I saw the the application thing, and I just filled one out. Yeah. I haven't really looked into it much since then, <laughs> but I felt I feel like that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, ten p.m. Prob. I've been there once. Uh, it's pretty. That's a pretty good club. Well, I mean, all the big comedians. That, yeah, like if you super you're, highly at the ten p.m. Prob. If you yeah, if you're a big name comedian, that's pretty much the only place you go here. Copper Blues a little bit, I guess. A little bit. Um, or one of the actual like theaters. Yeah, if, yeah. Would I don't know if I would rather do theaters or clubs. I mean, there's definitely a couple theaters like in like in Portland. I would like to do a yeah. couple of theaters in Portland. Crystal Ballroom. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you. Cl- I feel like clubs are probably more. When you go on, I guess touring comedians do clubs. Like yeah, like and like Andrew Santino will go do a club tour. Yeah, but there's a ton that are just on the club circuit, and like newcomers, they always go clubs. Yeah, like Olivia Grace. Yeah, fucking. Taylor Tomlinson's starting to move up. I like Taylor Tomlinson. Have you listened to her? Mm-mm. She's awesome on podcasts, and her new special's pretty good. I didn't watch the whole thing, but she's she's just a funny chick. She opened for Burt Kreischer for a long time. Have you ever... She used to be uh, on the Christian uh, stand-up circuit. Nice. But now she talks like about sex and stuff, yeah. and apparently her parents are pretty disappointed, which I can identify with. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was I just going to ask? But she's pretty good. What was I just going to ask you? Oh, and she's doing the clubs. So, like, oh. starting clubs yeah. and see where it goes. What was I just going to ask you? Why am I so good looking? No. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't that. No, you get you it tell me it wasn't that. I think it was about comedy, though. I think it was, I think I was going to say, have you seen, oh, have you ever seen Kathleen Madigan? Yeah. Her cat? Dude, she's so fucking She's funny. good. I saw, what's that one, uh... Annoying Jesus, or... Oh, um... Bugging Jesus. Uh, yeah. Her special? Yeah. Yeah. From, like, early 2010s. Is it? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, like, 2012 or something. I, don't know, I just saw it on Netflix. But, but dude, it's, she's so funny. She's good. Kathleen Madigan is funny as fuck. Females can be funny, people. Oh, yeah. The good time at Buds are here to tell you. I know you guys don't think that women are funny... Yeah, you sexist pigs. You terrible people, but they can be funny. They can also be good at music. Just look at 90s country singers. And Sheryl Crow. And Sheryl Crow. And... Florence of the Machine. Crow. Miranda Cross. Miranda. Allison Cross? No, no. Miranda Lambert? No. Uh, all my favorite people do. What the fuck? Maren Morris. Maren Morris. Yeah. She's... Dude, you know what? She's sexy, but she's not hot. Yes. Now I found a clear distinction. Like she's sexy because she's got a rocking bod. Rocking bod. But she's not Killer hot because her face looks like a potato. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well. But what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Now Cheryl Crow is it's sexy. Sour cream. That's and what you're gonna hot. do. Yeah. yeah. And some bacon bits. <laughs> Couple chives. <sighs> I'll try it with her potato. Um, Cheryl Crow. <laughs> what are you saying about Cheryl Crow? Sexy and hot. Sexy and hot. Hell of a songwriter. So is Mary Morris. So is Miranda Lambert. 
Did she not have Twain write her tunes? Um, I think she did write them, but I think the bulk of it was probably her husband, who was also the producer. Mutt Chang. Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang. Who also produced Back in Black and... TNT. Uh, um, Kiss. Def Leppard's Hysteria. A lot of big records. You still hate Def Leppard because of that movie? I don't listen to Def Leppard because of that movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. You, do you don't get like a little fucking rush of adrenaline no, when like I I really like I really like their songs. I love Rocket. <laughs> Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great song. Let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get broke. That's a good. That's a good song. I love Def Leppard. Uh, Picture's a great song. Yeah. Rock of Ages. Armageddon. It? <laughs> Armageddon. Yes, Armageddon. It. I really get it. Yes, Armageddon. I fucking love Def Leppard, dude. No, I. So. And like, I didn't even discover Def Leppard until like late in high school. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like. Well, like I obviously. I first heard him. I'd heard him before, but I. First, like, really realized who it was from fucking Devin Stepdad. <laughs> Obviously, see, that's I think that's kind of where I learned from it too. But I didn't like go to Devin's house, yeah. really, until like sophomore year. Uh, maybe. That's true. But um, <laughs> I was over there getting screamed at in the third grade. Yeah, I obviously know like poor, I knew like pour some sugar on me. Obviously, natch. But from I just photograph clubs. Yeah, and then dude, I finally like got I animal. Got, I know, dude. They got a lot of they got a lot of songs that are the same name as Nickelback that they do way better than not a lot too. Photograph an animal. <laughs> I'll photograph an animal. <laughs> but they do both of them. Well, actually, Nickelback's "Animals" is pretty good. That's a good song, and that's "Animals," not "Animals." Yeah, I know. Nickelback, uh, Nickelback is probably better than the shit that they get. Same like Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri gets a bunch of shit, but it turns out like he's a solid dude. These cheese fries are gangsters. <laughs> he's just not a heavy load. Um, uh, Nickelback? I'm just going to throw out the Mark Norman joke just to... <laughs> yeah, obviously. Let the people know. Go check out Mark Norman. He's one of the best comedians around. But he goes, racism is a lot like Nickelback. It's fun to joke about, but uh, you never want to see it live. You think there are people that know about <laughs> us but don't know about Mark Norman? I think the people, based <coughs> on the people that I know listen to this, the chance of them knowing Mark Norman are 50-50. Tyson probably does. Tyson probably does. Patty maybe. Patty maybe. Ted no. I don't even know if Ted listens. Yeah. Vivek probably not. Ted? King yeah, of North probably. Beach. King of South Beach? What's Vivek? King, King of King North Beach. King of North Beach. My boy Vivek. Yellow Patrick, Black Patrick. Regular Patrick. Regular Patrick. <laughs> Pergani. Pergani might know about Mark, Mark Norman. You don't think? I don't know how much... I mean, he showed, Mark, me, Jim, he showed me Jim Jeffries. That's true, but Jim Jeffries is a yeah, big comic. Yeah. Mark Norman's still doing clubs. Yeah. And Dude, he said the, on the... For those who know of him, like... He said on the first time he was on Joe Rogan that, like... When he goes out to a club, he's still you can't like, sell it out. like, yeah, he's still like trying to him. attract fans. Yeah, like he's like, I don't have like a crowd that comes to see me. He's like, he's coming here, right? Yeah, May thirtieth. Yeah, we gotta go. Dude, somewhere. I can't imagine not Mark Norman not blowing up. I know, cause he's just so such a good writer. He's so funny. He's clever, and he's just like silly and goofy. His jokes are so perfect. He's got the perfect kind of delivery, and he's got the like, perfect. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the perfect like kind of like Kermit voice. Yeah, and he just 
He's just fucked up shit all the time. Mark Norman, after you, fatty. (laughs) Mark Norman's the fucking best. Yeah, dude. What were we talking about? Nickelback? Nickelback. You think that they're better than people give them... I I think think they are too. I don't think they deserve as much shit as they get. No. They've got some good... They've got some real fucking duds. Photographic. How You Remind Me is such a good song. How You Remind Me is an excellent song. Like, that song... Yeah, that song... That's a song that you fucking crank up on the radio when it comes on. Fucking Burn It to the Ground is just... Pumps you up. <laughs> you know what song? They I'm, make good workout. You know what song I'm over? It's not by Nickelback. Okay, but it's in the same kind of vein. Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Love Kryptonite. I'm over that song at this point. I used to, play, I used to play that song with tons. DJ. Who was our bass player? Dude, you could bring that. You could break that out at a gig. The thing is, at certain gigs I could, but like I wouldn't at Zuzu because Zuzu's like too. Yeah, they don't want to hear that. They're not looking to rock. They're Although, looking to have background music. They did have you play. Black Hole Sun. <laughs> yeah, that sucked, dude. They asked me to play it. I said I didn't want to, and then they kind of coerced me. So I said, alright, I'm going to try, but I haven't played this song in a while. I played it. It went average. I nailed it on the verses. Chorus really went off the rails. But then once I finished, and I was clearly finished, they barely acknowledged that I finished the song that they asked me to play that I didn't want to. They didn't tip me, and the one guy stared at me the entire you were your back was turned. Yeah. Russ was telling you about it too. Yeah, he was staring unblinkingly. They got there maybe forty five minutes before I was done with my set, and they, they they just stared at me. Really, it was so uncomfortable. I was uh, so. I love I I still love Kryptonite. I think it's just a badass song. There are two songs. Is there's a weird like memory thing. There are two songs specifically that I would always remember when I would ride around the farm with my dad in his old, the fucking old GMC white pickup. That was his pickup before he got uh, the green Silverado. And uh, that old, just the bench seat? Yeah. That's that's what he drove until I was probably eight or nine. Damn. And then I remember when he got that green pickup because he brought it back and he said, let's all go get ice cream. And then we all went and got ice cream in Wilsonville. Weird memories that I have. Why did you guys go to Wilsonville to get ice cream? I don't know. No, I think because he, he wanted to drive, drive it out. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It was a good time. And, uh, oh, but the two songs that I always remember coming out of Asteria, because he would always listen to what used to be Rosie 105. Rosie, Became yeah. 105 won The Buzz. The Buzz. The Buzz sucked. The Buzz sucks, but Rosie 105 well, played a lot more hits in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. And I think we were listening to it when it was the 70s, 80s, and today. Like, yeah. It was a long time ago. And uh, But the two songs that would always come on was Kryptonite. So I guess that'd be the year 2000. Kryptonite. And then, this is a story of a girl who grabbed a river and drowned the whole You know world. that Kryptonite came out in the year 2000? Yeah. But you can't remember the lyrics to Black Hole Sun that we sang, I don't know, a thousand times. I remember times. the lyrics There's to the Black Hole Sun. Well, not off the top of my head. Once you started, once you start playing a song, did you hear me do? I know all the I, words. I had to do chicken fried. Yeah, and I had trouble remembering those lyrics. I know. I had to sing them for you. I know. It went poorly. Not for me. Although I wasn't, that wasn't my best performance last night. But what are you gonna do? Voice was strong, which is good because the rest of me was not feeling it. into it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like way too crowded. Yeah, and it didn't feel like the crowds there cared about the music at all. No, it was just which yeah. I mean. That's what it's like. That, that's what it was like when I was at O'Connor's doing comedy. Because yeah. there was people at the bar, 
But if they didn't give a fuck about the comedian, then there was like no one. It was just like, oh, I'm just fucking eating dick up here. All yeah. right. Yep. I mean, you play enough gigs, like those nights are gonna happen. <coughs> and it doesn't like th- at least at least yesterday, me and Russ were there yeah. to like be into it and yeah. like try to vibe with the like me and Russ are just basically your hype guys. We just yep. try to get the crowd into it more. But right as I showed up, we show up with all my music stuff, and they put me in a corner with a table that was granted a little too close to where I was gonna be yeah. performing. But one of the husbands goes, uh, great, the musician's here. We better eat and get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, I can hear you. Like, I get why you're saying it. Maybe you're just trying to make a joke, but that's not exactly psyching me out. Yeah, like, playing for three hours. There was a 50th birthday party, and then there was some event going on outside. People kept interrupting me during the middle of my songs. Yeah, that lady, I could be in the middle of the That one lady interrupted you. was like, play some 80s music. And I was like, well, that's a little non-specific. And then she's like, The Cure or Depeche Mode? And it's like, that's not my vibe. It's like, I'm, I was born in 92, bitch. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. I've never done a Cure song. I think I, what I definitely What is a Cure used, song? Name one. Uh, Just Like Heaven, which was kind of their big hit. But I don't know it. And then, like, uh, Depeche Mode, I used to do Have Personal Jesus. Have you heard Jesus. Heaven by Eiffel 65? No. Have you heard Heaven by Jake Owen? Yeah. Pretty good. Have you heard Heaven's Never... Heaven's not Heaven ain't that far, far away. away or Heaven's just too close or something uh, it's uh <laughs> Heaven ain't that far away, away. And, and if Heaven wasn't so far Heaven away Heaven wasn't so far away Justin Moore contradicting himself the like the bible contradiction he is yeah god Justin he's a contradiction because he shouldn't be good yet he's one of the best yeah <laughs> on paper He's, he's horrible. He's as if bad you or worse him, than your typical pop If you dude. read his lyrics with nothing, you'd be like, is this a Luke Bryant song? Holding little red cups of plastic <laughs> like a scene at a National Geographic. He's got how many songs with just one word Beer, title? Beer, guns, wheels, guns. Wheels, guns. But then, dude, but then he has, he has some of the best songs. He has some really good like, songs. Like, Run Out of Honky Tonks is a yeah. damn good country song. Flying Down a Back Road. Flying Down a Back Road. Dude, he... <sighs> He's kind of like Big and Rich. Big and Rich is better. Uh, well, yeah, in terms of depth and in terms of overall quality, Big and Rich is better. Big and Rich... Big and Rich can write a serious song, too, and have it actually, like, kick ass. Big and Rich is the only... Close contender with Brooks and Dunn, and they're yeah. still not even that close. Well, they're, Montgomery they're not... Gentry was pretty good. Yeah, but Montgomery Gentry worse. sucked at the end. They got a lot worse. They sucked at the end. But like the My Town album, yeah, it had My Town, it had Speed, it had it had Hell Yeah. Speed is a dirty song, yeah. dude. I love that. It song. It had Hell Yeah. It had Scarecrow. It had Bad for Good. It had uh, Why Do I Feel Like Running. Then then they close the album out with Good Clean Fun by the Almond Brothers. Just fucking rocking it. Killer guitar solos. Have you heard Cletus T. Judd's Hell No? Yeah. It ruined Hell Yeah for me. Because it's... Well... Because they're both... I love the subject, though. Yeah, me too. But it was just... Uh... I, dude, Montgomery Gentry was good. The wrong one died. Wrong kid died. No, wait. Did Troy Gentry die? Yeah. Yeah, so wrong Eddie one. Montgomery's still alive. Eddie Montgomery... No, okay, nobody tell Eddie that I said this. Yeah, he's big. He is not that good. No, and he's not even... His brother's more talented. <sighs> I was just trying to think of his name. John Freddie Michael Montgomery. Montgomery. Freddie Montgomery. Freddie Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, John Michael Montgomery. John Michael Montgomery. 
Eddie Montgomery's fine. You know, it wouldn't be Montgomery Gentry without him. It'd be just Does Gentry. John Michael Mc... McDonald? No, John Michael Montgomery. Seeing Letters from Home is that yeah. that guy? Yeah. If you want a song that'll make you tear Dude, up, that song will literally make you cry. Holy if you're shit, not that is a rough. Like, but it's so good. It's so, it's, yeah, dude, but it, like, you Because there ain't nothing funny when a soldier cries. I know, dude. Oh. It's just like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. That's a perfect song. That is a perfect song. That is a legit slow song that I still just swear by. Yeah. That is a really good song. Fold it or hold it up and show my buddies like we ain't scared in our boots ain't money and no one laughs cause there ain't nothing funny when a soldier cries. That's a little bit of something funny about it. Yeah. Find humor in all things. That's a great song though. Did <laughs> But no, I'd say all time duos in country music. Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. They're better than George Strait himself. Yeah, dude. Brooks and Dunn kick ass. George Brooks All of their albums have so many sweet hits. Brooks and Dunn is probably my top five favorite country musicians. Yeah. Let alone duos. I love Brooks, Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn is... Are duos... Are duos typically like lesser than solo no, acts? Not necessarily. I don't know why, but I feel like... I feel like it's... I don't know. I feel like if you asked me to list my top five favorite country singers, I probably wouldn't say Brooks and Dunn. But when I think about it... If you say artists... Yeah. Dude, because Brooks and so Dunn... So Brooks and Dunn... Dude, they their Red have, Dirt Road album dude, is they, such a good album. They probably album. have 25 deep of, like, number ones. Yeah. Like, where you would be like, oh, that... Like, oh, I love that song. I love that song. I love that song. Like... Neon tw- Moon, She Ain't the <laughs> Cheating Kind, Little Miss Honky Tonk. They're, so- they're 25 songs deep of songs you would never skip on a yeah. shuffle. Like, you, ne- you would never skip them. Oh, the fucking love Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. And they make, like, legit good honky-tonk music. Yeah, dude. Like, they make Boots the best... Yeah, Boogie. 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 If he said that when he wrote that song... I've been listening to a lot of Sirius XM country right. music radio, and they do interviews with the guys. Nice. And he said when he wrote that song, he was playing in a bar where they only let him do covers. Mm-hmm. But he said that he would always throw that one in there, and it was the only song that people would ever ask him, like, to play again, like, later nice. on the show. But he didn't really say it a single until later... But he said that he didn't... Was that Ronnie? Yeah. He said he didn't intend on it being a dancing song or it wasn't, like, written in a dancing crazy. He's like, I just kind of wrote it, like... Man, but, dude, it blew up into its own thing. No shit. God, Brooks and Dunn is so good. I still gotta fucking do Budweiser. You ever play any Brooks and Dunn in your set? Um... Red, dude, Red, the Red Dirt Road album. Oh, it's perfect. It starts out with you can't take the girl out of you can't take can't the honky tonk out of a girl, yeah. And then it goes into Caroline, which is a killer song, just like a grooving little song. Although somehow the chorus is Sweet Caroline. It's the exact same line as Sweet Caroline, and I don't know why how they're getting away with that or why they chose to do that, but yeah, that's a great song. And then it goes into When We Were Kings, which is just a sweet. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a nostalgic kind of. It's good. Kick sings that one. Maybe that's what she gets for loving me? Kick. Dude, Kix has some good songs, but it's hard for me off the top of my head to think of a Kix song. Because every time I like think of a song... It... Lost and Found in a Border Dude, I was, that's the one. That's the yeah. one that I know is him. And dude, that song kicks ass. great song. I love that song. Down like a lost and found in a border town. Asking about a diamond ring. 
That one's good. That that line is so classic. Yeah. Like yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna find a fucking diamond ring and lost and found <laughs> in a border town. No, I that was great. But I mean, Ronnie is obviously the golden golden oh, pipes. Yeah, dude. Did Briggs and Dunn do they still tour? I would. I don't love, know. Love. I would love. To go I would see those love guys. to see a Briggs and Dunn show. Yeah. Fuck around. Fuck around. But yeah, no, it definitely goes Briggs and Dunn. Big and, Big and Rich. Montgomery Gentry. Gentry. I don't know where Flat and Scruggs goes in there, but they're up there. Poncho and Lefty. You know who I listened to when I was going up to Utah? I listened to the live the album of Allison Krauss and Union Square. Union Station. And, uh, holy shit. Like, because we, growing up, we always would listen to that when we were, like, camping and stuff. That was, like... Allison Krauss? Allison Krauss and Union Station. They have this double disc live album. And it is one of the most perfect. Is that like her band name or something? Or that's her backing band, sort of. But they all kind of play together. But it's Jerry Douglas, it's Dan Tominsky, who are all incredibly musicians in their own right and like individual artists. But they're all in the one thing together. And it's just sweet bluegrass and like country songs. And everybody's a world class player. Is Allison Krauss older or she newer? She's pretty. She's older. She's been around, right? Yeah. She used to be fat, and then she lost a bunch of weight and got hot. There you go. That's a tip for you ladies. That's <laughs> 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 oh, classic. We'll just leave it on that. Um, but anyways, Dude, excellent album. You know who's underrated uh, that we've been talking about and listening to a lot lately? Josh Thompson? Well, yeah, but uh, no. He um, might be properly rated. For those who that know him, like him. And he's probably popular. Properly? Properly. You think he's properly rated? Um, I think with, he between should. those that know him, he should be bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I think if he was on the radio, like, it would be so easy for country radio to be good again. You just put more John Party, yeah. more Josh Thompson, more Sturgill, less Florida Georgia Line, Kane Brat, like, less of that shit. Sam Cunt. Like, there are good country musicians out there. They just don't put them on. Yeah. Tyler Childers, Childers. no, no radio play. Dude, when I play gigs, and I'll play Sturgill and Childers songs, nobody hardly ever mentions the Sturgill songs. Almost everybody mentions Tyler Childers. And they go, have you heard of Sturgill Simpson? And like half of them haven't. And it's like, you guys are missing something. You're missing something. How, um, not how. On Sirius XM, they, I have heard Sturgill and Tyler Childers and Jason Isbell on like nice. uh, Outlaw Country mm. and, um... I can't remember. Oh, yeah, honestly, I think it's the Garth channel where Garth Brooks picks the music that goes on there. And Garth That Brooks. one's pretty good. It's got a lot of his own songs, which every time one of his own songs goes on, I just laugh. <laughs> Garth Brooks is a creepy hit. Dude, you gotta, hear, you gotta hear the interview of him talking about when he fell in love with Trisha Yearwood or something. Ugh. He just like goes so in depth. He's like, the way she smells. I bet. <laughs> I bet, dude. He's a fucking killer. The families need closure, Garth. Where are the bodies? And when you see him smile, he doesn't smile with his eyes. He smiles like a serial killer. <laughs> Garth Brooks is a psycho man. I know, dude. I dude, I was on I was I was off the Garth train before it ever even fucking left. I like his songs though. I like some of them. Like he's got I think good he's overrated like George Strait. Dude, he's got Yeah, but he writes. Yeah. And it, Rodeo 
The Thunder Rolls. I know it's overrated. Friends That's in not Low overrated. Places. Not overrated. Overplayed. Oh. Friends in Low Places, obviously overplayed, but if you just look at the bones of that song, it's a perfect song. Yeah. It's a perfect song. Beats is a Cheyenne. Fucking. Um, the River. In Lonesome Dove. The River. Standing outside the fire. Standing outside the fire. Two of a kind working on a full house. That summer. Shameless. Shame. Ooh. More than a memory. When he just hits those yeah. notes, dude. What he hits. Calling up a friend in the dead of the night. Just to hear him say it'll be alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's got some serious hits. What, is, does he have an album called? Much like, too young to feel this damn old. Well, that is a fucking tune and a half. We shall be free. Yeah. It's a good song. Like it's a little bit like heavy-handed, but it's a really good song. Wrapped up in you. <laughs> American Honky Tonk Bar Association. Have you heard his new song Dive Bar with Blake Shelton? No. I mean, it's better than most of what's on the radio. Like it sounds like kind of old Garth. What was his last single that sucked ass? I can't remember. remember yeah, I remember you telling me about it, but like I didn't listen to that much radio, but I remember hearing it and going, yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> Dive Bar is good. It's trying a little too hard to be old Garth. Like he does that, like that sort of old Garth thing that he does. But like, the like hook is I'm going to spend the weekend in the deep end of the dive bar. Nice. Which is like, it's a good lyric. Yeah. And uh, I technically, I would say I like the song, but it's, it feels a little bit like it's trying too hard. I don't, dude, I'm, I don't know what to do with Blake Shelton. I don't either. Do I like Do I like Blake Shelton? Hell yes. Right. Yes, I do. But do I hate Blake Shelton? Yes. Yes, I do. I know. Like, Blake Shelton's just a guy who likes to have a good time. He likes to drink. He's not lying about his songs that he drinks no. in, unlike Brad Paisley. Yeah. Even though Brad Paisley plays a considerably better guitar. But <laughs> that's important. I know. I'd much rather, I like Brad Paisley way more than I like Blake Shelton, I think. Brad Paisley stuck to his guns. He played a lot of sort of neo-traditional He has so country, many just like, fun songs. He does. Celebrity? Catch all the fish? Dude, it's good shit. I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna miss her. her. Me neither. <laughs> She's like, if you hit that fish all the day, I'll be packing all my things. I'll be gone by dude. The next line is, well, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna miss, miss her. her. He, re- he wrote a book about fishing. <laughs> Brad Paisley's good people. Yeah. He's, he's got, but then he's also got like, uh, cold, cold cans on the weekend or whatever. We'll be crushing it. That's yeah, he, sucked. That one's an attempt to have a funny song or, you know, like a little too, it's a little too clever for its own good. Yeah. But he's got some good songs. He plays a fuck of a guitar. Like, he, he was one of my first, like, real guitar heroes. And it's worth calling him that. The guy, the guy can play, like, really fast jazz. Me too. Jazz and country, which are the, the, basically the two hardest guitar styles to play. Like shredders, it's pretty easy. Like you can just practice the patterns, raise the metronome a little bit, and like just get faster and stuff. But there's intricacies with jazz and country that make it a way harder instrument, or you know, way harder Style, pieces like to play. That. And so, Brad Paisley is a hell of a guitar player. Just want to. Well, I, I mean, there. he's yeah. Brad Paisley's he's always been like fun. He's always been fun. I like I for what on the tires? For whatever reason I always put him and Kenny Chesney like in the same like like group them together. I love Kenny too. I like Kenny. Um He's a weird looking dude. He's in the Turtle Club for sure. He is in the Turtle Club. 
One is like I love that we just have a club of people that look like turtles. We call it the Turtle Club. The Turtle Club. You got Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Damian Lillard for sure. Fucking <laughs> now we just added what? Who did we just Kenny add? Chesney. Kenny Chesney. There goes my life, dude. The when the sun goes down album. That was the second. That might have been the first country album I ever bought. Two thousand three. So, I bought When the Sun Goes Down, and then I bought Chris Cagle's Self-Titled, which had chicks digging. That's, dude, I love that album. Dude. Does that also have Marie on it? No. That was the, that was the one, maybe one or two albums after that. That was, uh, what's that album called? Anywhere But Here, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That one had Maria. That one had, um, uh, it had, uh, Hey Y'all. Hey. That's a good song. Chris Cagle's underrated for sure. Chris Cagle is underrated. I love Chris Cagle. He's pop, he's still sort of pop country before it was pop country. Yeah. Because it's just a little too something, but the songs are really good. Yeah. And he did have fiddle. He had like he had really good instrumentation on his albums. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't just songs that were vehicles for just the melody. Like he would there would be long jam like jam kind yeah. of tracks. His fiddle player was killer. I, he might have even had a steel player. Dude, Chris Cagle is fun also. Yeah. Uh, he t- Chicks Dig It? That was like the first song I ever heard from Country Radio. I used Radio. to listen to that before junior high basketball games, dude. Just get me so pumped up. Dude. Fucking kicks ass. Well, I told you about how I got into country music, right? What do you mean, like how you got into it? So, when I was a kid... My parents really don't listen to that much music as it is. Yeah. But when they would, it was... You know, mostly the same kind of stuff. And so my dad, obviously a lot of Jimmy Buffett, which stuck with me. And I am, I love Jimmy Buffett. I don't get that. My mom listened to a lot of Christian radio, which there is some good music on there, but there's also some bad music on there. Uh, but I mean, that was pretty much all she listened to. And then a little bit of Shania, Show Crow. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. And so sixth grade... We there was a storm in Dayton and all the power went out and I don't even know why I had this but I had a pen and this pen also could pick up the radio. It was meant for like studying. You could plug your headphones into the the back end of it and then write with the front end of it. But you could tune in whatever station you wanted. And the only station that worked was ninety nine five. This was before it was the Wolf. Yeah, it, it was, was KWJJ ninety nine five. And uh, the songs that were on that night. Are still some of my favorite songs now. Drinking Bone, well, yeah. I think was number one. I think that was the first song that came in. Was Drinking Bone? What year was it? Like how? Were, I think it was two thousand six. Were you living in the new house or the old house? Old house. Okay. Oh, so, so it could have been so, more like two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah. Okay. It was probably like two thousand three. No, it was two thousand three. Maybe two thousand two. <laughs> because the Broncos were the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was two thousand two or two thousand three. Because I listened to those, and then I bought Kenny Chesney's album in 2003. Could have been 2004. <laughs> but it was definitely one of those two years. So it was probably 2002, which means I would have been 10. Okay, so it could have been 2003, because I was definitely in the sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, we were in the old house. But did I move? No, I'm just... Um, with your pit. And, yeah, and so what, that was what? the only station that would come in, and the songs were Drinking Bone, a little less talk, and a lot more action. Obviously. 
Um, did I say Kenny Chesney? Or was it a Brad Paisley? There was one other one. I'm trying to remember what it was, but there were certain ones that stuck out, and Dude, that's what got me into country music. It was I, that one night. When, whenever I would go anywhere with my dad, the TV, the radio was almost always on sports talk radio. Mm-hmm. But if he was listening to music, it was just country music. Nice. My mom only listened to country music. Nice. So like that. That's I didn't even like. That's why I didn't. That's why I don't know anything about classic rock. Because I was never like intro- I wasn't introduced to that really until I started yeah. hanging out with like you and Devin. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't even really listen to like Z100 even. And there's no explanation to why my dad, as a farmer, only, only listens, listens to the most poppy, <laughs> yeah. like city folk kind I, of music. But um, yeah, dude, I I only knew like '90s country. Like that's interesting. What, and like my parents. My parents went to like a Dwight Yoakam concert. They nice. went to an Alan Jackson concert. Like they you know only gonna be here. Who? Uh, Alan Jackson. No. I almost said Michael Jackson. <laughs> Hide your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, he, uh, April or something. Dang, I love Alan. Alan Jackson is one of. He's the gonna most be at the same place where we're seeing the Eagles. Okay. He might be there like four days after we see the Eagles. Okay. Could you imagine? I'm imagining it right now. What day is that? Is that Thursday? Um. For the Eagles? Yeah, or... It's, no, it's, it's, a, a, it's a day that... It's April 21st. Let me check school. here. That's, we're gonna have to work the next day. Yeah, but... We gotta work tomorrow, and we're drinking right now. Maybe we could take the day after off. So, like, look, I'm going to the Eagles, and I'm gonna... I mean, I'm down. Fucking drunk. Yeah. Okay. So, I believe the Eagles is the 21st, which is a Tuesday... But Alan Jackson might be the 25th, which is a Saturday, which is pretty good. Yeah, dude, we had so many Alan Jackson CDs. Oh, probably all of them. Oh, he's awesome. Dude, my parents had so many good CDs. Ah, <coughs> oh, no fences. That's a Garth Brooks. That's that's, right? Garth, that's a Garth Brooks album. Yeah, was I was bad. trying to. I was trying to think of the name of it. That's his "Rope in the Wind." Yeah, seven. I was trying to think of that earlier. I didn't. Like it just came to me right now, but. Um, ki- killing time, fucking yeah. uh, Clint Black, right? Yeah, I know. I saw you when dude. I started that song last night. You're yeah. Like, nice. dude, uh, fucking unreal. That it's guy's, a, yeah. the, uh, that guy's got nothing but hits. Better man, or a better man. Yeah. Uh, fucking oh, nothing but the taillights, like, like the, the rain. rain. Killing, dude. He's uh, Clint Black's good. I feel like the, I feel like '90s country has the deepest roster of talent. Yeah. Of any genre, but I'm also probably biased because like I grew up then, so I can name all of them. Yeah, but, dude. But there are so Travis many. Travis Tritt. Travis Tritt. Randy Travis. Macho Man Randy Travis. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? Like, you're not gonna do a goddamn thing. That's what you're not gonna do. Not Macho Man Randy Travis. No. Who has Tracy done a Lawrence, lot of deals? Tracy Bird, <laughs> yeah, yes. Randy Travis likes to party, party. There are three crosses on the right side of the highway because Randy Travis <laughs> ran them over. <laughs> <laughs> Country music has a long and storied history of people who love to get hammered, like George Jones George driving Jones. a lawnmower yeah. tractor, fucking so to the, the store to get beer. Dirt. So, yeah, I will have another cocktail, Kevin. <laughs> Trying to manifest destiny here. Have you ever heard the... Have you heard the Adam Sandler song about Will Ferrell? No. I mean, not Will Ferrell. Chris Farley? <laughs> yeah. 
No. Oh wait, yes I have. Yeah I have. When he tells when he talks about how like he tells me he needs to slow down or he's gonna go out like Belushi and Andy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, those guys are my heroes, that'd be all fine and dandy. He's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hell yeah. That's how you gotta live your life, baby. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna do it like Hunter Thompson. In 2005, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great with time. <laughs> I'm, I'm a procrastinator. I'm a procrastinator. It's what, 2015? It's 2020? <laughs> Lost track of time. They give me a gun. It is weird that it's 2020, though. That doesn't seem like a date. I know, and I don't feel like I have any better hindsight. I know. Like, I felt bad this morning because of the drinking that I did the night before. What am I doing right now the night before I'm about to go to work? Like you said earlier. Having a couple pops. Maintenance drinks. Maintenance drinks. It's maintenance drinking. Which is not healthy for the kids out there. (laughs) But... We're the epitome of health. There are worse decisions you can make. Like listening like to pop not country. Drinking. Huh? Like listening to pop country. Yeah. I know, when we heard Dirt at Eddie's, it's like, this is not a good song. How? Why does that kind of music take over? Like, how does pop, like, I know that... Because it's easily digestible, like, and the, the production value focuses mostly beat-wise. Like, I know that pop means, like, popular music. But pop also has a very, like, distinct sound. Yeah. Like, pop pop is like cranberry. They just, like, get into sweeter all the it. other... It's sweeter than cranberry, though, which is the, <laughs> the problem. It just, like, finds its way into every other genre. I think it's just because the it's it gets to your brain quick. Like, like there's some albums, like... Um, so, Need to Breathe's album, The Reckoning. Get back to music. Need to Breathe's album, The Reckoning, took me... Maybe five full listens before I really, like, got the full album. And now it's one of my favorite albums, and it beats all of their albums but, by a mile. When it didn't, the first time I heard it, pop music is basically designed so it immediately goes to, you know, whatever music center in your brain that makes you go, I like this. And it pretty much works for everybody, but it gets old super quick. And if you've got sort of a more sophisticated kind of music palette... You'll probably kind of see through the bullshit yeah. of it, but it's uh, it's popular because the melodies are fine. There's there's no part about the melody that like makes you kind of you know bristle at it, and then the production value is high, which means like the beats are really loud, and that's what gets most people is just being able to feel the beat. And when Maroon Five went pop, dude, they just it turned shitty. They just it sucked. Yeah, it was like well, now you guys fucking suck. Like Sheldon did the same thing. Not that he was super talented before he got famous, but he was talented enough, and then he just kind of turned into a butt ripper. Yeah. We haven't used the term butt ripper in a while. Let's bring it back. That whitey. Blake Sheldon's definitely ripping butts, dude. He's ripping butts, but he used to not. Austin. Although that video of him saying, I like to drink alcohol, I'm going to do it till the day that I die. Pretty good little clip. Um... The, the Blake Shelton Barn and Grill, right? Is that a that's such a good album? It's got South Beach, which is a fantastic dog. Yeah. 
That doesn't have old red on it though. That's Austin. That's I think old red is the one before it. Yeah. That's the same one with Austin. Old red. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, dude, those two albums are gold. Yeah. Uh. But <laughs> I like Hell Right, even though I don't want to. Hell, dude, it's, it's I've got the same problem going on. Yeah. Like it just. It, it's fun. So it's like it's sort of like Justin Moore. On paper, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be work. Good, yeah. But the way that it all panned out, it's like, all right. Trace Atkins is another fucking underrated. Yeah, he's like, underrated for sure. One hot mama, rough and ready shit. is a hell of a song. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned into the country music talking channel. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't. I don't even necessarily. Th- I don't know. I don't think country music's the best genre. But it's got the most talent. I don't think you could say best genre, though, because yeah. one day I'll not be into like a genre at all and be like, I don't know if I'm ever going to end up listening to that again. I know. And a week later, you're like, feeling a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like music weird like that. Were we tripping when you like said that you could like see the music? or like? Yeah. That, and we just like kept going like music's a weird thing, man. Yeah, like that was when Cameron was here. Yeah, yeah, that's like, right. We were sitting on the couch just playing like whatever music oh, videos we awesome. wanted, and it's like, dude, I can like literally like feel like when the music would stop, like the like I would just be like, oh, I don't like that. I don't it's like. Let's get the music yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. I swear by Cameron. Oh yeah, his fiance or girlfriend's brother was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, is that yeah 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 because because he called himself like Jose uh, yeah maybe Jose. I had a dream. Nope, not gonna start that. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to explain a dream that I don't really remember. Dude, that happens because even when you remember it well, people don't give a shit. Yeah, and if you only kind of remember it, it's just gonna go downhill. Let's just say Joseph was there, and then a bunch of famous people, and that's <laughs> pretty much all I remember. Dude, dreams, like, the the idea of, the concept of dreams is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, when you go to sleep, you dream. It's just like your body sort, or your mind sorting out things. And I don't know how they can prove that every face you've seen a dream is a face you've seen before. Not to mention, I think our fun fact for the week, or the fun fact for the weekend little calendar, day-to-day calendar your mom got you, uh... Talks about how only 5% of people dream in color. Yeah. I don't know how that's possible. Because Russ and I talked about it, and it's like, I'm pretty confident I dream in color. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, me too. And I, you feel... Yeah. So are I, we just anomalies, my, or yeah. is that completely full of shit? I can remember specific dreams that have specific colors. I mean, I do too, but maybe, like, most of the time we're dreaming, it's not in color. But how would they even know? <laughs> I don't know. Who? Yeah, I don't know. But did, did they get their test sample from the school of the colorblind? <laughs> yeah, I don't see black and white. I don't. I guess <laughs> it's all just shades. Do blind people dream? Blind people can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> there was that blind guy at the bar last night. I know that was weird. Yeah, had one eye closed. I think it was fucked up, and then the other one he's just smiling. It's like, and yet I would rather talk to that. I don't know why it would be detrimental to talk to him. <laughs> but I would like to talk to that guy so much more than most of the people at Eddie's. Yeah. Because I bet he's got some interesting stuff to like yeah. tell you. Do you think the world is like more peaceful if you're deaf? I was thinking about that the other day. I mean, you don't want to see people yawning on an airplane if you're deaf. 
Looks like they're screaming. <laughs> and you don't want that in a plane. <laughs> I think, I don't <laughs> Like, I think, ah, dude, I'd, would you rather be blind or deaf? Deaf. Even though I do, I play music, I would like to be able to see. <laughs> I think so, too. I feel like you, it's easier to live with deafness than with blindness. You could, like, and, like, I would just, instead of being able to do music, I would channel to something else creative. Like, I'd learn how to be a shitty writer. <laughs> and then hopefully, after 40 years, maybe I become a decent writer. Have a book. Fucking <laughs> books, man. Book theory. <laughs> book theory. I was no, late. I would definitely take deaf over for blind. I was class on book theory. <laughs> God, dude, we haven't done car trip Mad Libs in a long time. We have not. Mad Libs are so fun when we, all, when we all just do the Mad Libs, dude. They're so fucking stupid. Was that the way home from Vegas or Reno? I, I, I think it was, was Vegas. Vegas. We just did like four hours of fucking Mad Libs. Yeah. Something more into it. Something more into it. fucking screams from the way When back. he hasn't added anything for the last five minutes. And it wasn't like a noun or a proverb. It was like greedy. It was like a way to greet someone or something. That was and a morning to that one holster, dude. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, dreams. Where were we? Where were we? we were dreams, talking about music at one point. Dreams by Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Mac is a good album. It was, or, it's I mean, a rumors. good song. It's on Rumors. Rumors, which is an excellent album. Yeah. I'm going to start going. It's got, it's got <laughs> dreams. It's got the chain. It's got don't stop. It's got songbird, which is not my favorite. <laughs> it's got fucking, uh, let's, it's got a lot of hits. It's considered one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, it is. It's a really good album. Dreams is a perfect song. Don't Stop Believing Tomorrow with Bill Clinton's. Uh, running song, I think, mm-hmm. which is pretty fun. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. <laughs> and yet, that's why we're having cocktails, is because we're trying not to think about tomorrow. I don't want to work. Is it too much to Anybody ask? else out there not like going to work? <laughs> is it too much to ask to just to be filthy rich? No. I did call in though like two weeks ago, which was nice. Dude. I didn't feel great, so it wasn't a lie, but it was nice to not have to go to work when I was do supposed you to be think going to work. Do you think there's any way to calculate the total amount of like wealth on the planet? Well, I already asked Google about how heavy the planet weighs <laughs> the night, so I'm sure we could find the wealth as well. God, when you told me that, I laughed so hard. That's such a ridiculous... All right, ladies and okay. gentlemen, I know you guys want to know, too. How heavy is the Earth? But would it ever be... Because there's no way to, like... There's no way to quantify how much... Uh, it's called money. science, Kevin, <laughs> and I'm going to believe everything I read on the internet. How mu- There's no way to quantify how much money, like, a Persian prince has. Because they have unlimited money. That's true. Like, they just have gold, they just have gold things. Okay, the surface area of the Earth is 196.9 million miles squared. Distance from the sun... <laughs> 196 million? 196.9. So it's basically... 197, 197 million. million square miles. You round that up. Distance from the sun, 92.96. So 93. We're 93 million miles from the sun. Which is, you know, a decent drive. 
<laughs> and how many pounds? Dude, is the think Earth? about how powerful the sun is if we're that far away and it gets us to a hundred degrees. Think about how powerful that bitch is. Yeah, that thing's putting off some heat. A lot of BTUs. <laughs> the Earth weighs about thirteen dash one hundred seventy dash three zeros 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 pounds. Now, that's not metric, people. If you want to know kilograms, okay, it's 5 974 30s 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 which is equivalent. <laughs> and so, why don't you bring that up at your office tomorrow not sound like a total self-important douche? <laughs> When Joe Rogan's like, what weighs 40 billion tons? Like, does a skyscraper... Because they're talking about that... Like 40 billion tons is so much more than a skyscraper. <laughs> what does a skyscraper weigh? <laughs> you know, are they talking about the corkgluon plasma or whatever? Yeah. One cubic centimeter weighs 40 billion tons? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was one cubic centimeter. They're also talking about Garth Brooks and trying to be Chris Gaines. Yeah, I wish Sturgill Simpson would talk more shit about... What was I looking up? How much a skyscraper weighs, I think... How much does every single skyscraper have? <laughs> okay. Taking into taking all these into account, fucking Google knows everything, unless it's lying to us, <laughs> which is what I do when I don't know something. But people ask me, and I seem like I'm supposed to have authority. Taking all these into account, an average skyscraper weighs around, it's not 40 billion tons. Spoiler alert, <laughs> it's not 40 billion tons. It, it is uh, 222,500 tons. <laughs> so... So we're only off by 39.8 billion. Yeah. How much does a 10-story building weigh? Around 36,000 tons. Like 40 billion tons... Is such a ridiculous number. Okay, so how can they tell me how much the Earth weighs if they don't even know how much of this stuff is on this Earth, which one cubic centimeter weighs 40 billion tons? Which is a lot. I don't know how scientists know anything. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. It's like, like... We don't technically know the Earth is not flat. Like, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> but I don't know for sure. I've never seen it. But I'm pretty sure. I like I'd bet my mortgage on it. But I can't I can't uh fucking clarify for myself. No. I don't yeah. I mean the nice thing about science is like they're supposed to prove it. But yeah. like some of the things, even though science tells me, prove I it. can't wrap my head around it. No. And like, I think sometimes I get out a little over their skis. So like, you know what intelligent people do? Think pretty highly of their own intelligence. That's true. And so, sometimes you make claims going, these fucking retards will believe me. (laughs) I didn't mean retards, but I meant retards. Yeah, the guys at work trying to tell me that I can't say retards the other day. I was like, oh. Hey, fuck those facts. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to say it. (laughs) So, I was going to play Illegal Pete's on Thursday, and uh, they had to move it. And the guy who runs it, Alex, remember Alex? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure his last name was Metropolis. It's exotic. Uh, yeah. He 
He just messaged me back. He was like, yeah, I know. Sorry. It's super gay. <laughs> and I just haven't really seen anybody like write it out. And I thought it was pretty funny. And I went, I like this guy. Yeah. That's how you know that somebody's cool. <laughs> if they're willing to say something gay or call something retarded, you're like, hey, this might be a cool person to hang out with. So I had a friend in the fraternity. I'm not going to say who it is, but we were down in the fraternity basement. The place of the most degrading Did things have happened down there mm-hmm. is all I'm saying. And I use the word retarded around all fraternity brothers. None of them retarded. This guy and then his girlfriend. And his girlfriend is very social justice warrior-y and all this. And I said, that's retarded. And she goes, you shouldn't say that. And then he goes, yeah, man, you sh- that's serious. You shouldn't say that. And I was like, fuck you guys. That's retarded. <laughs> and they didn't take great to that secondary yeah. tag. And ever and like he used to be one of my best friends in the fraternity. And then after that, like he's still my friend, but it's like there's a there's a barrier between us because like really yeah. to criticize me in a fraternity basement because your girlfriend now wife is there. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's retarded. Like, it's just, like, that's how you know that somebody is worth hanging out with or somebody who is a little too self-important. And granted, there's a good instinct behind it. Yeah. But. And, like, if, like, if, the you, if you don't want to say the word retarded, I don't, I'm not going to judge you for not saying that. Hey, you should have used the word retarded. <laughs> yeah. You said that yeah. was dumb. <laughs> yes. Really, retarded really would have given more flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Expand your lexicon, sir. <laughs> But, like, if you're going to get mad at me for saying retarded, or you're going to tell me why I can't say retarded, about something that's not about retar- mentally retarded people. I, don't I know, it's like, what are you, a retard? Yeah, it's like, I don't care about that. That's I'm using the word separately here. I'm saying this is retarded, okay? Yeah. Like, I don't know how we got onto that subject. Fucking retards, it's important, bro. It's important to talk about. But, uh... Yep, I'm, I don't remember how we got <laughs> up this mountain, and I don't know the safe way down. Oh, that was so funny when the neighbor was when the neighbor had like a nice car or had a cowboy. I was like, must be Burt Reynolds or something. <laughs> then you guys like, oh, it's got Andy Cap sticker. I was like, oh, it's by yeah, Toby, Toby Keith. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, that was so fucking. I didn't even funny. know what to do with that. <laughs> probably Toby Keith. Probably Toby Keith. He's definitely handicapped. He's been tatted. Yeah. And then we've listened to Kyle Canaan of Exotic McDonald's. The dad gum Toby Keith Dollar Grill for starters. <laughs> dad gum. Dude, his, his McDonald's erotic writing was so funny. Ladies and gentlemen, check out. God. You've got the right constitution for it. Yeah. Check out the erotic fan fiction of The Hamburglar by Kyle Canaan. By Kyle Canaan. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, so funny. Uh, <laughs> It's graphic. But it's it arousing. Funny. Oh yeah, graphic. It's definitely graphic. It's totally not arousing at all. You're not gonna want to watch it with. Your I wouldn't watch it with parents kids. or young children, <laughs> unless they've got like a decent sense of humor. <laughs> and even then, it's it's. You're gonna you're gonna have a com- to you're old. gonna have a conversation if you watch it with your. There kids. will be a conversation afterwards, <laughs> like. 
This is totally not what regularly happens between a man and a woman or a burger and a <laughs> hamburger. <laughs> Uh, he had to go. He had to go on stage and read that. Yeah, he had to deliver that. It's like twelve minutes of just like really graphic, <laughs> and not just graphic, but like gross graphic. Yeah. Uh, but I was laughing pretty much the entire time. Like yeah. I thought it was funnier than shit. Dude, Kyle Kinane is funny as fuck. Kyle Kinane's good. He he's there's somebody who doesn't get their due. Yeah. He's a legit comedian who, he's got a Stanhope vibe about him. That there's just like a level of self hatred, and being a drunk. Yeah. And no, Kalkanane's fucking great. Kalkanane, Mark Norman, Stan Dude. Hope is well respected in his circles, but everyone should know that guy's name. That Ryan Hamilton special is fucking. Ryan funny. Hamilton was super funny. I, I've never even seen or heard. Sorry of- for your loss, like with his face. <laughs> yeah. He is a smiley motherfucker. But that his special is funny. That was a solid special. Uh, <laughs> Nick Swart Swartzen is also good. That's not who I was thinking of. Nick Offerman's American Ham was pretty decent. Yeah. What about Like it's the, not the funniest, but in terms of just like he does more of a one man show. Yeah. Because he's like a straight up theater person. Dude, he is so weird. He's super weird. He is he is a classically trained theater actor. Like, yeah. Like, the fact that he played Ron Swanson is yeah. so weird. But he has aspects. Like, he loves working with wood. He fucking hates the internet. Yeah. Like, no. Like, like he is Ron Swanson, but it's... Yeah. Uh, I love that guy. When I was in Utah, just sitting in a motel, I was like, all right, I'll watch the episode where he eats the hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> was it good? Yeah. I, that was right before I started watching Leave in Las Vegas and really starting to drink. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. It was good. Leave in Las Vegas is one of my favorite movies. I don't get that at all. Why? It's so long it's a and beautiful, boring and it's a, No, it's an amazing movie. Uh, I mean, maybe it's something you should watch by yourself, but there's just a... There's a depth to it and a... I don't know. I don't... I think that... I, was, I spent most of that time watching it going... What is it specifically that I really like in this movie? And I don't really have a way to explain it. Just the whole of it is one of my favorite movies. It's not Con Air. It's not National Treasure. I've never seen Con Air. It's better than National Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Nicholas It's Cage. one of the most Nicholas perfect Cage movies. Nicholas Cage is such a fucking weirdo. Yeah, I know. But he's the perfect guy to play that boozer. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I like Nicholas. And Cage. then Elizabeth like, Shue. I'm like, Elizabeth, get out of here. <laughs> hey, hey, Shue, make like a tree and get out. <laughs> She's great. And at one point, I was like, I want to watch this. And I wanted to watch it with sort of a mixed crowd, including my parents. Luckily, we didn't watch it. I watched it again later thinking about what I had suggested. Forgot how incredibly like intense and graphic and shit that movie is. Yeah, that would not have been a good one. She walks out to Nicolas Cage in like a bra and like a skirt and she just starts it out with for 500 you could pretty much do anything you want. You could fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I don't want to look over at my mom and be like, 
Hey, family night. 500 bucks, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> Most chicks I know charge 800. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm just glad that didn't happen. Yeah, that's now that we're talking about movies you also like, you want to talk about Fast and the Furious? Mm-hmm. Fast Nine's coming out. No. It's exciting. Um, Fast and the Furious might be the fucking Luke Bryan of... Do you movies. want to get into this conversation? I don't know if you do. No, I don't. But, God, oh, that was so funny. Well, that one, Joseph was, was like immediately backing you up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he was like, do you know about that? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. Fast and the Furious rules, man. That was funny. It doesn't have to be smart to be good. No, it doesn't, but it has to be good to be good. It is good, and it's good. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> right before we went to the bar tonight, and I came out of the room going, I'm feeling <laughs> good. I'm feeling really good. I feel like it. <laughs> now I feel really good, though. Now I'm feeling good, but now I'm not going to feel good when I go to work tomorrow. Such is life. The vicious circle. Cycle. If you want to feel good, you're going to pay for it by feeling less good than average the next day. Unless you do mushrooms. In which case, you're going to be feeling better for the next six months. What if... <laughs> well, we built up some pretty good stock then. Hey, bud. Um, what about if you just never drank? Then wouldn't you feel good every day? Yeah, probably, Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, that is definitely true. That's why the Amish are willing to live by themselves and like just, but they're all like, if you took a poll on average of are they happy? Yeah, they don't know what's going on out in the world. They're just like, my focus is being here with family, friends, tilling the land, and then eventually marrying Farmer McCaster's daughter. Like, yeah, simple living. Yeah. But, um, god damn it, I forgot my thought. What were we talking about? The Amish. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Uh, the being happy with less? I don't know. Oh yeah, without drinking. Oh yeah. I love Doug's dad. I love Doug's dad. Bit where he's like, "You wake up, you don't feel good. You got, you got to panic. You got to try to figure out why." I wake up, I don't. Oh, feel my good. lip notes swollen. <laughs> you just think that the universe knows that it's your Friday night. <laughs> it's gonna light up a good time for you. That means you have to. Have a good time to have a good time. You're solely reliant on me, and I'm 50-50 at best. Oh, stand-up's the fucking best. He's the best. He's my... F- he might be my favorite overall. Like, I, I always want to say Brian Regan, because I heard Brian Regan first, and Brian Regan still is top three. There's no way. There's no way... There's no way... I'm not saying that this means that he's your favorite or not, but there's no way stand-up makes you laugh no. harder no. or as Brian much Regan makes me laugh harder. Brian Regan makes me laugh the hardest of anyone always and forever, dude. No question. He is the goofiest, no funniest question. mother... He makes you hard laugh, dude, like where your sides hurt well, and you can't breathe. I used to, allegedly, download, you know, obviously just a bunch of free comedy, like full albums. That's how I got into comedy. Yeah. Like, listening to, like, really getting into, like, deep comedy is I would just steal it from LimeWire, allegedly, and, uh... Um, limitation. And it was, like, I got Eddie Murphy's Delirious. <coughs> I got all Brian Regan's albums up to that point. I got Beyond the Pale, 
and I got doing my time, which I think is Jim Gaffigan's best special. Yeah. Did you get any like? Um... I got a bunch of Eddie Izzard, yeah. one of my favorite comedians ever. Did you get any? Um... Also, not a super hard laugher. But... I remember like the first comedy I remember listening to was the. It wasn't the. Um... The blue collar comedy. It wasn't the tour. That was the, it oh, Bill Engvall was definitely my yeah. It first. wasn't the tour, but it was those guys yeah. like before, like well, mostly just Jeff because I didn't obviously know who the fuck Ron White was. No, even though he turned out to be the best of all those yeah. comedians, and the only other one than Stanhope who was a tenured comic who still drinks like an actual boozer. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, allegedly you shouldn't, you know. The, yeah, it's for the kids. But dude, Ron White is. Yeah, he's easily the best of the three, but that's who I first started listening to. And then, like, I would always, uh, my dad would get so mad at me because I would just sit in the living room and I would have the TV on Comedy Central and every once in a while they would just do marathons of their Comedy Central 30-minute specials. And I would just fucking watch them all, dude. And there are so many of those 30-minute specials that I just remember watching and thinking were the fucking best thing ever. Yeah. Like, there's this guy, Pablo something, who does, Pablo like... Pablo Francisco? Yeah, does a bunch of voices and stuff. He had one of the, he had one on there. Dan Dan Cummins had one on Daniel there. Daniel Tosh is one Stephen of the best. Stephen Lynch had specials. one on there. Yeah, he had... That's where I found Stephen Lynch was on that, one of those things. Daniel Tosh. I found Daniel there. Tosh in Arredondo's class. Which is weird as fuck. I know, but he used to show us comedy clips, and the one that I specifically remember was Daniel Tosh's. I think he might have shown Brian Regan's too. Dude, dude, the first time we also had, we also had uh, Sirius XM Radio when we first got the Honda Pilot, and it had the Comedy Channel, and that was. Where I, I love the Comedy. Anytime was my dad's I, pickup, I put on. That the was where channel. I first heard Brian Regan's Little League bit, nice. and it's also the first time where I first heard uh, "Trapped in the Drive Thru" by Weird Al. Nice. Dude, I remember listening to that or watching that video, playing West Side Christian. <laughs> yeah. I think it was West Side Christian. And we were just watching, on, you, me, and Ian were watching on the bus right before we're about to go play some JV2. <laughs> no, we're about to go play basketball. We're watching Trapped in the Drive. <laughs> Getting bumped up for the game. <laughs> and then, if you want to know how seriously we take things, that's how seriously we take things. That's how seriously we take things. <sighs> and, then, and then, maybe a game later, we went out to Izzy's with your mom. <laughs> and she... Ian went, or maybe it was you. No, it was Ian. He goes, hey, Ian Kelly. Goes, hey, Kelly. She goes, one second. Okay, what? And he goes, wow, that was literally one second. <sighs> That's some classic times right there. That was fucking, oh, fuck, dude. What? Like, those weird memories. Uh, yeah. Dude, the only things like those that we remember are the ones that make us laugh fucking yeah. hysterically. This guy called you a chicken fucker. This guy called you a chicken fucker. Dude, I was, I was thinking about trying to describe that on stage, and it sounds pretty stupid, but it sounds pretty funny. Like we just you might go, just have to take a chance on yeah, that one and see if it works. We would go, we would steal a balloon from a car lot. We would <laughs> that's right. Got the balloon. We would draw it with a magic marker and then hold it out the window. Draw and go, a face on it with a yeah, magic marker. We know that I'm gonna go. Hey, this guy called you a chicken fucker. <laughs> It's just people on the street. <laughs> now that, and see, here's the thing. Sober. We could it's sober. Hundred percent. Dead sober. sober. We had a little caffeine because we always got douche. <laughs> We're getting douche. We're going out. Dutch Bros. But uh, 
Yeah, A, sober, but <coughs> B, that is something I would love to still do now, but at 27, there's not really an excuse. No. But I want... That's funny. Like, that's just fucking funny. Our goal... We need to do that. Our goal... Do it our goal was to go to Salem. Yep. Which, there's not a lot to do in Salem. No, but when you're from a town of 2,500 people. And so we're like, alright, we're going to Salem from noon, and we're not going home until midnight. What do we got? We're calling it a noon to midnight. <laughs> we're calling it a noon to midnight. We're not even calling it a 12 to 12. <laughs> we're calling it a noon to midnight. In Devin's shitty Honda Accord. And we're just gonna bump forever by Drake. <laughs> In a lot of Maroon 5. In a lot of Maroon 5, get douched, and then go just sort of play pranks <laughs> that aren't really pranks, and steal, technically. <laughs> Barely, but yeah. Barely. McDonald's makes a lot of money, guys. <laughs> I forgot we had the credit card scheme going. We had a sweet scheme, not to mention the Walleries. <laughs> we had a lot of sweet food-related schemes. We had them in a card. Devin had a car that he knew <laughs> no. didn't work. Devin had a car so that we he knew didn't work. <laughs> so if you go to a McDonald's with a single window where you don't pay originally, they hand you your food and then they take your card. And during that time, you consume as much of it as you can. And we got we got yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> they would always like It doesn't the, work. I've had a cash. They'd always like take the milkshakes back and he'd just be like Okay, okay, we'll give it back. Like Frank, we give it back like half Frank gone. It's, yeah. it's, it's all allegedly. <laughs> these fucking kids. These fucking guys. But then somebody would actually go, you know what? Make it. And go, well, now I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. So we have morals. They're just sort of a little askew. Which is good. Remember when Devin was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. You're going to go in my you remember? You remember when we... We're at the uh, the state basketball tournament, and we did basically sugar salt roulette. <laughs> so there was like six of us in, on a table, and what you and do? And Elmer's because Devin can only have pancakes. Devin did the pancake challenge. That is exactly right. <sighs> Devin made. <laughs> Mind you, this became our ASB president of the entire school. He might have been at that time. It might have been. Our teacher told us that he <coughs> one time was, was it because he was too poor, poor? He was poor in college. That he could only eat pancakes every day. And he was like, I tried to do it for a month and I could only make it like 11 days. And Devin goes, well, I can beat that. And so he announced to everybody that he's doing a pancake challenge. Yeah, he started a whole campaign about it. And he could only eat pancakes. For 30 days. He made it to day 14? <laughs> Something like that. Day 14, and that's why we had to go to We had to go Elmer's. to Elmer's because we had to find a place where we could get pancakes all day. <laughs> <laughs> so we do this salt and sugar roulette where we have a bunch of sugar packets and one salt packet, <laughs> but you can't tell the difference between the two, and you just hand them out, and then everybody has to just... Take Ch it. Yeah, take it like a shot. And, yeah, take it like a shot. And so the guy who gets salt gets <laughs> fucked. Yeah. And we did it two times. <laughs> the first time, I don't remember who picked first. But I think McCord picked first. Yeah. And then Devin picked up whatever his was. Yeah. 
ate it, and it was salt because, of course, it was Devin. <laughs> yeah, like, was... And then we go, all right, we'll do Run it one back. more time. And we let Devin pick we first. Let Devin pick first. Like, all right, Devin. You... <laughs> he shoots it, and he goes, all right, you guys are just fucking with me now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, McCord was on that trip. Oh yeah, that was when we all bought the fake mustaches. <laughs> we all just had ridiculous fake Ian's mustaches. Ian's mustache looked really real though. It was like kind of brown and red, and it just sat perfect on his face. And his dad had a mustache, so there's like a similarity there. Yeah. That was a weird time. Yeah, we all got fake mustaches. It just wore ridiculous mustaches to the game. We like to have a good time. Oh, that's so fucking stupid. Remember when we got that styrofoam airplane? Yeah, and we threw, threw it, it out the traffic. parking garage and then we're like right in the traffic. And we go, you could actually probably get into some serious legal trouble. <laughs> yeah, we were like, we should probably not just be probably just dip out. But we also were like, I think we can climb on top of that awning and get our plane back <laughs> if we want to try that again. Well, you know, we don't even talk to the store owner. He got it down for us. Is that what happened? Because I remember we threw, we went to another. Actually, dude, it might have been a different time when we went I back. I think we did it more than once. Yeah, but th- but then when we got that play back, we went to another parking garage in a much less trafficked area. Threw it off again, and it pretty much just it pretty much went down. down. And broke. I remember that. Yeah, I remember all that. Shenanigans. <laughs> <sighs> fucking riding around in your jeep. What the fuck I'm fucking Oh, dude, the Jeep Wrangler. Remember when we went to go karts and he got a ticket and he for got wearing a, a seatbelt? in the wrong? back seat. Not even a. But he was wearing a seatbelt. He was belt. wearing a seatbelt, but he was wearing it wrong. But he was wearing it with the strap behind his arm instead of in front, and he got a $140 ticket as a passenger. Yeah. But it was a good time. I fucking love that Jeep. I wish I still had it. That thing was awesome. Six speed? No, it was five speed. Five speed, four cylinder, had zero balls to it. Zero balls. But it was a Getting sweet little Sherwood cruising vehicle. Tough. We used to take that thing to the Chuggalug. Hell yeah. We used to take it to the beach. It had just a beautiful deep green. And then the rest of it was camel-like color. So it was the perfect color scheme. The uh, fucking uh, soft top was camel colored. <clears throat> that was a beautiful car. Remember when we would go to Dew Tour? And Tyler gets in and goes, hey, are those dog Are those dog Martins? <laughs> no, just shoot, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Those, oh God, the Jeep was the best. Those were good times. But at some point, we're going to look back on these times as those kind of times. And so, <coughs> Did you go to the Blazer game with us when Devin didn't gone. have tickets? Of course. I thought that was when Tyler asked if they were Doc Martens. Oh, maybe it was. Because Tyler doesn't We had to meet up with that dude at Burgerville. No. I do remember that. We get up there and Devin goes... Out of the tickets, we're gonna have to find somebody on Craigslist. And then we were like, literally, our backs were against the wall yeah. of the state. Like the we most, were most, the nosebleed high. of nosebleeds. Yeah, this is what you get when you go anywhere with Devin, though. That's so true. <laughs> well, you got anything else? We can keep going. Where are you at right now? I'm good. Pretty, pretty fun though. It's been fucking fun. Yeah, some good stories. I kind of want here. a cigarette, but talked about a lot of good music. Dude, I could go on about my. We haven't even mentioned the Jake Owens, Dirk Bentleys, and the Carringtons of the world. Dirk Dirk Bentley's from Arizona. Yep. And I played at Whiskey Row the other night. Yep. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. Huh. He must be busy. 
But are we all... Because, I mean, he, yeah, that's true. If it meant anything to him, he would have made time. He would have made time to come see me at Dirk Spally's Whiskey Bar and Grill or whatever. Whiskey. <laughs> Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill. Dadgum Toby Keith's <laughs> Bar and Grill for starters. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, those three, I'll put them... I'll put them at, like, the tier below Sturgill, Eric Church... Dirks is super good. Jake Owen is hit and miss. Yeah, but I like Jake Owen's so do I. vibe. So do I. But he is hit and miss. Yeah. And then who was the other one? Billy Currington. Billy Currington's even more hit and miss. <sighs> Billy Currington's I don't have that many deep cuts of Billy Currington. Billy Currington's mostly hits, in my opinion. I love Billy Currington. I don't have enough songs of his. But I do remember I got a feeling, and I think you know why. Because Devin called... KWJJ 995 requested it for Violet Mackey. Mm-hmm. Did it work? No. Did he get on she the, the hottest? No, I know, but did he get on the radio? Yeah. Nice. We were all out shooting skeet, actually. It was my family and then Shelly and Dale and Devin. Can't remember if the girls came. And we were out down on Green Acres just shooting skeet and then it came on the radio. Nice. So was so like Violet wasn't impressed. Did she hear it? I don't think so. I wouldn't know, Matt. Yeah, you would have to be listening to the radio at that yeah. time. Yeah. are slim. And now Devin's married. <laughs> Devin's the first one of our friends to get married. Yeah. It's wild, but it's also kind of fitting. I know. Because he needs someone to take it care of him. Seems paradoxical, but it's not. He needs someone to take care of him. Yeah. So. <laughs> And Allie's a real bulldog on that, yeah. so that works out. Yeah, she doesn't take any of his that shit. That stupid son of a bitch needs to get back down here. Devin? Yeah. Yeah. Devin. The least fortunate thing is he's never going to be able to save up the money to do it because he's always buying cigarettes and beer. And, and not just any cigarettes. The most expensive. The most expensive American spirits. We're going to go see them in a little bit. We're going to go see them in a little bit. Even though I don't think he was invited to the wedding, so that makes it kind of difficult. Yeah. Because like, we pretty much have something going on every day. Oh, I have to go to fucking... Duck game. Duck gear. Yeah, you do. <sighs> every once in a while, I'll just be on the roof, and that thought will just creep in my head. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. And I'm just like, I should just jump. Have you told your parents? Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. I would have. My mom told me that she wants to see pictures. I was like, there yep, will be that's none. the problem is because there's going to be pictures. I know. But what you going to do? That's going to, that's literally going to be the worst day of my life. Yeah, as it should be. You lost fantasy football. Ergo, you get the worst day of your life. So, there it is. That's a brutal punishment. Well, you came up with it, bud. I know. What song you want to go out on? Okay, what did we talk about? Speed. We talked about, about Brooks and Dunn. We talked about Brooks and Dunn. We talked about Speed. We talked about... Who is the one that I didn't like, Peyton but I like two of their songs? Billy Currington? No. Oh, at the beginning? Was it a country duo? I can't remember. At the beginning? You like... At the beginning... Wasn't I you only like two of their songs? I don't know. 
iPhone 65 has. Have you heard iPhone 65's whole album? Who did we? Who are we talking about though? Uh, Zach Brown Band. Did we talk about Alan Jackson? But you like more than two of his songs. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. Ken Brown. No. Definitely was not that. Um, John Eddie Montgomery. No. Going on hell right. Does Eddie Montgomery have any solo work? I can't. I think he does. I don't know that for sure though. Um, there's Garth Brooks dive bar. No. Slow burn by Casey Musgraves is a high recommendation. Slow burn. Slow burn. Is it better than all my favorite people do? It's too different to really compare. They're both chicks, dude. Compare them. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Dude, Heroes is such a good song. We're not gonna listen to the whole thing, but you're gonna recognize this. You're gonna recognize this one part. It's not even really about the words. Is it called Heroes? You're you're gonna recognize it. It's better. It's better to kick up. Ready? Here it comes. Fucking cool. Who is this? Heroes by Peter Gabriel. It was originally a David Bowie song, I think, and then Peter Gabriel did his own version. If this isn't one of the most beautiful things people have ever heard. They use it at the end of the third season of Stranger Things, at the end of that movie, uh, Mark Wahlberg and Taylor Kitsch. Who's Taylor Kitsch? Tim Riggins. Does that really help me? From Friday Night I know, but I don't know enough. Long-haired guy? Is he a player or is he a coach? Player. Quarterback? Running back. Fullback. Who the fuck remembers a fullback? He's a fullback. What? Yeah, who remembers... Uh, that's what position he played. Well, because Smash was a running back. That's his name. That was his nickname. Okay. He kind of talked about himself in the third person. He talked about himself in the third I'm person? I'm afraid so. Do you think we could do that for an entire episode? Austin thinks that we could. Kevin thinks we probably could, too. Well, Kevin, thinks that he, Kevin thinks that they would get pretty annoying. <laughs> Austin's getting upset. <laughs> but Kevin thinks Kevin could do it. Alright, Austin wants to know what song we're going out on. What did we talk about? Brooks and Dunn? Yeah. That's one option. What's like, uh... Ooh. What about, uh... Big and Rich? Deep Cut. Alright. What do they got for Deep Cuts? Um, Filthy Rich is a really good song. Jalapeno, 20 Margaritas, Blow My Mind. 20 Margaritas. Have you ever heard 8th of November? Yeah, on the 8th of November. Kick My Ass, Saved, Real World, Drinking About You, Filthy Rich. 
Twenty one. I'm down with the, the, you said filthy rich, and then I think twenty margaritas. I'm down for either of those ones. Or jalapeno. I'm down for jalapeno, oh, but I don't. The listeners are probably gonna get. I want to hear filthy rich, but I think twenty margaritas might be the better one. Is filthy rich fast? Yeah, but it's a little more lyrically mm. kind of dense, but it's like a fun song. We'll go. Does Big Kitty do any singing? Yes, he's singing right now. Big Kitty? I would have figured he would have a deeper voice. Huh? I would have figured he would have had a deeper voice. He does the deep. Like, if you listen to Save, it's super deep. Horses, <laughs> 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 